0: Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, well, it's good to be with you guys tonight. Um, If you didn't know, my name's Reese Hallmark, and this is my wife over there. Her name's Raven, and uh, yeah, if you didn't know, I graduated right here from Angelo State. Um, I came to Kyle Alpha my freshman year of college, and um, right over there at Stango's Coffee Shop. I remember in January, my small group leader Jacob, uh, he started to call out the things in my life, and that was the first time I realized that I needed to, to turn from my sin. I got convicted from the Holy Spirit and I needed to repent. I needed to change my life and, and live for Jesus for real, not just, just talk about it. And, it. and it this is like this is home, you know. This is where uh, my my walk with the Lord really started, and, and it's awesome to be back here. Thanks, Grogans, for the invite. Um, it's really cool. So in this series, uh, we're talking about C.T. Stud. yeah. yeah. So C.T. Studd was good. a stud, and, yeah. uh, and, and he loved cricket a lot. And um, Andrew, what was that thing you said from last week? The only difference in the people that we read about is the difference that we think man, That's good. Um, yeah. So we're going to learn about a man uh, whose life... May may look or sound a lot different than ours, but in reality, uh, ours can be a lot like his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Charles Thomas Stud uh, is his name, also known as C.T. Studd, and, and he was a man that lived uh, a fully devoted life to Jesus, a hand that a life that was, was devoted to, to obeying him and, and following whatever uh, whatever Jesus told him to do, and and he had eternity. On his eyeballs, he was focused on on eternity, not not on on today. What can we get? What can I get from God? But this man was focused on eternity. And um, CT Stud, uh, he grew up in England in a really rich family. His father had made a lot of fortune in India, and he came back to England wow. to, to spend it all and live and build a family there. And and so, man, this, this <laughs> music is like, Oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> excited yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. There's way makers. Awesome, yeah. So, so C T. Stud uh, grew up in England, really like upper class uh, dude. Him and his brothers were were known for their cricket skills. They were really good at cricket. And if you don't know what cricket is, it's like American football, and it, it was it was giant. It still is giant in pretty much every other country in the world, but America. And, uh, yeah, so so he, they, they end up going to this really really fancy high school. They were known for it, and you could say that CT Stud in high school was like the modern day LeBron James. I mean, uh, he, he, uh, yeah. Everyone knew his name. The the I'm sure all the college scouts were there. Like he was he was famous. He was a big deal. He was a like high caliber athlete. And um, so it's crazy. His his father goes to this revival meeting by this guy named Deal Moody. Woo. And and oh, he, yeah. he he. He gives his life to Jesus. He gets converted right there at this meeting. Wow. And so his dad his dad uh, calls all his boys home, C T Stud and his brothers, and, and it wasn't to celebrate a cricket win or, or anything like that, but their father wanted to tell them about Jesus yeah. because he, he had fallen in love with him yeah. and began to live for him and he wanted to tell them about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so so you know I can imagine what this conversation looked like, but, but this went on and, and the boys started considering consider Christianity yeah. for themselves, and uh, th- this was a process where um, CT Stud uh, ended up giving his life to Jesus. But it happened maybe it, it was a church church gathering, um, and there was a guest speaker in the room. And after the service, it's noted in his uh, autobiography that that uh, that the guest speaker just asked CT, "Are you a, are you a Christian?" And uh, for the first time in his life, he, he thought he was, you know, but yeah. he he really asked himself, he's like, I don't, I don't know if I am. Yeah. And, and he felt really led in that moment to get on his knees before mm-hmm. the Lord yeah. and, and to give his life to Jesus. And he says, right then, I, I kind of knew what it was like to be born again. Mm-hmm. And, and this, this went on. Um, he didn't tell anybody. He was still a little bit, a little shy, a little embarrassed of what he had happened. And, and like a month later, him and his brothers, I could imagine them sitting around a dorm room talking yeah. And, and they all find out that they gave their lives to Jesus on the exact same day. Wow. But they were, they were too afraid to talk about it, <laughs> even, even amongst themselves. And, uh, and, and so this, this continues to go on. And um, it, by this time, at this, this university, he, he's like at the Trevor Lawrence level. If you yeah. know who that is, yeah. he just got drafted uh, to the Jaguars. But he's like a big deal college recruit in cricket. Um, again, everyone was probably looking at him. And they're they're loving the crowds, they're eating this up, great cricket players, and everything all comes into perspective for C.T. when his brother George nearly dies of pneumonia. And uh, they're the same age, they played cricket together, and uh, C.T. later says in his biography, what's the point of spending your life chasing fame and wealth, when in the end you die and have to answer to God for the way that you lived? Mm. So soon after... uh, CT finds this real new like surrender to God, not just a decision he made, but a choice now he's making every day to follow Jesus and surrender to what he's saying. And and he, he's handed, uh, crazy enough, he's handed this tract by an atheist. Like as he's walking through the city, and and this this tract is actually a little a little booklet against Christians, and it's saying like, why why aren't you guys doing anything with your faith? And um and and, and, and God uses this little track to compel CT Stud. Not this track was given to him with the wrong motive um, to deceive him, but but God uses it to just set CT Stud on fire for the Lord. And and like, wow, I need to do something. If there's people out there handing out tracks like this, Uh man, I got to do something. I got to be the change. Mm -hmm. I got to live outwardly for Jesus. And uh, so, um, crazy enough, he's invited to this uh, this meeting. And, and this meeting was was to attend an organization called the China Inland Mission Foundation. Yeah. Wow. And it, you guys heard earlier this, this, uh, this summer yeah. in the series that, that uh, this was started by an, a man named Hudson Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he meets Hudson Taylor at this meeting. And, and through their conversation, through much prayer, yeah. he, he, C.T. Studd feels called to go. Yeah. Called to go to China and, and take the gospel where it wasn't. Yeah. And, and not just C.T. Studd, which was crazy enough, but him and a few of his brothers and teammates, there was this collective group called the Cambridge Seven, yeah. and, and these seven men uh, decide to leave their cricket team, leave their, their recruiting, all this stuff, yeah. and to go to China to, to, to take the gospel, yeah. to share Jesus with those people. So they all, they all just up and left, just as, uh, just as uh, you know, Peter did with Jesus, and left all he had and followed. Uh, C.T. Studd left all that he had and obeyed Jesus and went. Yeah. So uh, it keeps getting crazier. I mean, his life is an inspiration. Uh, so during this time, he's, he's in China, he's 25 years old. His father has recently passed away. And his father was really rich, if you remember. Yeah. And, and he is set to inherit a sum of money at this time. And, uh, and it, this, this was 45,000 pounds and you're like, I don't know what that was, this is like 1885 or so. But but I did a little math, and if you translate that, C.T. Studd inherited uh, 1.3 million dollars, as we would know it today. Yeah. Um, so so that's a lot of money, and for the late 1800s, you could say C.T. Stud was like, he was balling. Yeah. Uh, so, so he could have left the mission field, he could have went back to England and bought a house, and, and raised his family, and just settled down, and not had to work another day in his life, But but, through seeking the Lord, he decides to give all of this back to Jesus. Like, give all of this back to the mission, back to missionaries, uh, back to the Lord yeah. and, and what he was doing. So he, he decides to give this money uh, to the Lord. Not just a little bit, but everything he had. Yeah. And uh, so after this, he's been in China for three more years and and uh, he, he meets a young Irish missionary named Priscilla, uh, Priscilla Stewart. And he... he he meets her and this is the woman that he ends up marrying. Yeah. And, and right before their wedding, maybe a few days before, um, it, it says in his book here that, that he, he gives the rest of his money. He shows this to his bride-to-be. And, and he says, this is the rest of the inheritance. inheritance, just, just a couple thousand pounds that, that we can get started on. Yeah. And, and she said, well, what, what did the, Jesus tell the rich young ruler to do in the Bible? And, and uh, she says, Charlie, what, what what did he say to do? And, and, and C.T. Studd responds, to sell all of it. And uh, just like that, uh, Priscilla responded, it's right to be. Well, let, let's start clear in our marriage. Let's let's get rid of it all right now and just start. Our married life is completely broke, trusting Jesus to provide for us. So they give the rest of that away. They're starting with nothing. But to me, this is an incredible example of, of just a couple of people trusting their life to Jesus, trusting the provision of the Lord to sustain them. Which is really cool. So they ended up serving in China for about 10 years. Uh, They had three daughters, and and in this time they they faced a lot of of spiritual attacks, a lot of things that went on. Their house caught on fire. They were plagued with many illnesses. Uh And and once this 10 years was up, they were forced to come back to England because of how sick they both were. Mm -hmm. And uh, the show, you know slow progress in the mission field there but, but nonetheless they had to come back yeah. and and during this time CT stud traveled all over England and all over America um, recruiting missionaries to go and take his place yeah. and so let uh, skip forward in the story he, he's 52 now CT stud is 52 and God calls CT yeah. to go again but not go back to China but go to Africa this time he didn't know where he was going, but God called him to go to the continent of Africa, mm-hmm. and uh, despite all of the all of the conflict from his family, from his doctors, you're, you're too old, you know, mm-hmm. you're not healthy enough anymore. Like you're not going to make it over there. I mean, you're not going to last on the mission field. Mm-hmm. CT Stud knows that obeying God is his highest priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so he goes. He leaves his wife and, and daughters there um, at home and. And he goes. He takes his son-in-law Alfred, who who will be the predecessor to his ministry yeah. one day, and and he goes to reach the the unreached people groups in Africa, yeah. and and I believe he settles um, in the Republic of the Congo as we know it now, and, and uh, they they made it. Many many miracles happened. Crazy provisions for the Lord. This man lived day to day on what what Jesus would provide him with yeah. next, where Jesus would lead him next, yeah. and and that was. That was how he lived. He he lived the rest of his life in Africa. In 1931, after giving his life fully to the call of God, fully to obeying Jesus, he died on the mission field, right there in his little hut. And and it's noted that the last words that ever came out of CT's mouth were were hallelujah. This man was was rejoicing and full of the joy of the Lord every day, Um, not, not letting his circumstances shape who he thought God was or, yeah, or determine whether he was going to be obedient or not. But, wow. but this man, this man uh, loved Jesus yeah. and, and he gave all that he had. Yeah. One, he says, if Jesus Christ be God and died for me, then no sacrifice can be too great for me yeah. to make for him. Mm-hmm. So as we look at his life, C.T. Studd was a man who gave up his health, he gave up his fame, and he gave up his wealth for the cause of Christ. He laid all that he had and all that he was at the feet of Jesus and the Lord was faithful yeah. to use his life to bring many others yeah. to Christ. And, and sure, C.T. Studd was was talented with cricket. He may have had a lot of money but again, like Andrew was saying last week, the, the only difference mm-hmm. um, that C.T. had, there, there was no difference. Yeah. It was just how we view him. Yeah. But the power of God in his life the power that we see, the reason a book was written about him yeah. was because he was fully obedient yeah. to what God wanted him to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you could say that his power was found from God through his obedience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was unwilling to, to do anything else but to obey Jesus. Yeah. And, and his, one of his most famous quotes, mm. um, kind of the one we're going to stay with tonight, is, Only one life will soon be passed. Mm-hmm. Only what's done for Christ will last. Yeah. So the question I want to ask you guys tonight is: Is what do you really value the most in life? What are you listening most for? And if you want, let's turn to Matthew chapter six. We're going to read verses 19 through 21. Let's see. Hey, Scholar, can you read this just like real loud? Yeah. You got it? 19, 19. Yeah. Alright, Matthew 6, verse 19. Uh, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroy, and where thieves do not break in or steal. Where, where your treasure is, that your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I read this, this quote by C.T. Studd, I immediately thought of this scripture. And as a man that, that demonstrated not laying up for himself treasures yeah. on earth, but treasures in heaven. Yeah. And now. Uh, why does this matter? Why, why do we read this? Why, why are we saying this tonight? It's because God, God of the universe that created you and has a right into your life and over your life, He's, he's given us a really clear direction and instruction on what to value in the Scripture. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and He's created us so He knows what's best for our life. And, and, and only in understanding His commandments and, and His value will we find the real purpose for our lives. Only yeah. in obeying these will we find the real purpose for our lives. and That's why I think of this, this Scripture. So, th- there was two, two teenage boys. They, they went to a, a department store one night. They broke in. They broke into this department store and, and they did something a lot more cruel than, than just stealing a few things. But uh, no one was there. It was just them two. And, and they decided to go around and, and, and switch the price tags on different items. So, so I don't know if you can imagine the scene in the morning, but uh, when the, maybe the manager got there or people are lined up at the door you know, after they see these price tags were all wrong, um, the, 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 there was a, a $500 diamond necklace um, that was switched uh, with a pair of socks. So this pair of socks was like $2, but this, it was going, the, the, the diamond necklace had the price tag of $2, while they put the price tag to the diamond necklace on the socks. And like, there, there was an example of a, a fur coat. A fur coat is $2,000, but they put that price tag on, on an umbrella. That, that was going for $30 and then they put the $30 on the fur coat. So people were like frantically, they're, they're, they're crazy, you know, like, wow, this is the place to get deals, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is better than Amazon, this is better than anything, you know, this is like, like, yeah, I, I can imagine like the stress that this, this like, store owner was yeah. going through and this was all done by these, these two boys. As that's an interesting story. Um, it's an example of how in our lives, the, the enemy wants to, wants to replace these price tags on what we value. And, 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 and what, we, what we think is the most valuable, God says, hey, don't value that. Don't give your time and money to that. Yes, yes. But value this. Mm-hmm. And the devil's just working. The Bible says he's an accuser of the brethren. He speaks yeah. in lies and deceit. And, and he's working to say, if you, just, if, if you just invest your life into this thing, then you'll be rich because it has all the worth. While that's contrary to what Jesus is saying and what His Word commands us to do and value, and and uh, it goes back to the Garden with Adam and Eve, and and the, the devil told um, Adam and Eve, if you just if you just eat of this fruit, you'll you'll be like God. You'll have all the knowledge. And while that was the one thing God of the universe told them not to do, and and in that sense, the devil. Um, he, he replaced a price tag on something, yeah. you know, yeah. in, in our lives. like, What do we have the, the $2,000 price tag on, and yeah. what, what, are, what are we living for? Like, what, Where's that price tag, and where are, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where's the, the low prices, the pair of socks? And, mm-hmm. Because the scripture says, for where your treasure is, uh, there your heart will be also. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to guard carefully where we place our treasure, what we really live for, what we value. Yeah. Yeah. Because the truth is what we, what we, we, we become like the God we worship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we become what we behold. Yeah. What we build our life on and what we build our value system in, that's, be, that, that determines what we, who we become yeah. and, and, and yeah. what our lives are remembered as, what we really value. Yeah, yeah. This matters because we we're made to know and cherish our relationship with God. Yeah. And if we only value what today offers or our circumstances offer, I will never be happy. We'll never live holy and we'll, we'll end up selfish people really far away from God. So what are we invested in? My, my beautiful wife over here, Raven, she has, she has a diamond ring on her left hand. Hey, boy. Nice yes, I'll just say that thing wasn't cheap you know Like, it doesn't matter how much it was I'm not even telling y'all but the, the fact is when I see that ring I know how much it costs and I know I know what it represents yeah yeah and I know the covenant that God has made for us in marriage and mm-hmm. and I know the actual like physical price tag on that and I see like that is a thing of great value mm-hmm. and, and in my heart in her heart, we know that, you know, and it's just a diamond. But what it represents has great value. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so in, in a sense, is I see the, the wedding ring and the diamond on my wife's left hand. Um, the kingdom of God, like that, that ring will not lose value. Mm-hmm. It may gain value. I don't know the stuff, yeah. where the way the economy is going. But, <laughs> you know, it might triple, but... <laughs> the fact is that the kingdom of God and the commandments in the life of Jesus will not lose value. Yeah, yeah. They're eternal. Yeah. I'm sure Scroggins says it a lot, but you know God is infinite. Mm-hmm. And we're all expressions of that infinite God in a finite way. Yeah. And, and um, I just want to say that, but I didn't really have to go with what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just love it. Poor Scroggins. But um, the point is that like, the kingdom of God has value. Yeah. The Bible says, don't love the world or the things in the world, and don't put them above Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, so God has showed us, and He's created us, what should we value? Yeah. He's made it real clear. Yeah. I don't want to become like the world, I want to become like Jesus. That's, mm-hmm. that's the joy, that's why we're here, that's why we're meeting. That's why we have a small group, and we pour into each other, and we see Jesus in each other. Yeah. Because we can become more like Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can become like the God that we really love and worship, and give our time and money and attention to. Mm-hmm. Where, where there's a, a selfish life, there's usually a sinful life. Mm. And, and a, a sinful life cannot be close to God. Yeah. Sin and intimacy with Jesus aren't in the same thing, you know? One or the other. And if we're not close to Him now, and here, and today, we, you know, we're not going to be close to Him for eternity. Yeah. Our identity is not supposed to be in the things of this world, but in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now if we remember back to C.T. Studd, he knew what his purpose was. Yeah. He knew whose he was, and he knew who he was living for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, which was knowing Jesus, being close with him, and glorifying him with his life. Yeah. That was meant to be poured out for him. Obedience to God had the highest value in C.T.'s life. Mm-hmm. So, so through Jesus coming, and dying on the cross, and being raised from the dead, and defeating death... Mm-hmm. Um, we can be right before God. We can be cleansed of our sins and be made right today before Jesus and start an eternal life. The Bible says this is eternal life that you would know Him, the One True God and Jesus Christ who I am sent. Jesus, knowing Jesus, is the only way for eternal life yeah, right. and joy and purpose. Yeah. C.T. Studd knew this. Do we? Jesus' his heart is that we would abide in him, we would remain in him, and he would remain in us. Yeah. Yeah. And that we would bear much fruit for his kingdom. Yeah. Not just fruits of the Spirit, but like disciples of all nations. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Disciples that make disciples that just keep going, you know? And yeah. that's, that's what we're here. That's what Kaifa means. Christ's mm-hmm. ambassadors. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the fruit that Jesus wants us to make. And yeah. this, news, this news is too good for us not to share. Yeah. So when we get our mind off of ourselves and onto Jesus, onto God, the one that created us and gave us purpose, that's when we find real joy. Mm-hmm. The power of God through C.T. Studd's life was shown to others because of his obedience. Yeah. Yeah, come yeah. On. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, Worship Ben, you can, you can go ahead and come up. There's one. So before I close, I just want us to, to, to look into our own hearts, our own lives, our own minds. Don't, don't, don't leave me yet, just a few more minutes. Yeah. But that, what, what are we really living for? What are we really valuing? What do we put first in our minds? What do we put first with our wallet? What do we put first with you know, the way we're living? Are we living for a degree? Are we living to get that vehicle or that job after we graduate or that perfect husband or wife or that perfect house? Because all of these things have value here and now. But what Jesus says and who he is yeah. has value for eternity. Yeah. Right. So the truth is we can't live fully for Jesus and for the world at the same time. Yeah. But Jesus says, come and see, you know, but also come and, and die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I died for you, so me, being, me dying for him, uh, it's, like, it's not a big deal. You know. Yeah. He says, when I die, I have eternal life. I don't really die well, my old man dies yeah. and I become new. Just how the song we were singing earlier said, he's given us a heart to know him, a heart to become his. Yeah. And, and it's pretty incredible. That, that's, that's eternity. That's joy. That's why we're here. So well, what are you guys valuing tonight? I, I, I want to close uh, with just a few lines from one of his poems. And it says two little lines I heard one day, traveling along life's busy way, bringing conviction to my heart, from my mind would not depart. Only one life will soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last. Oh, let my love with fervor burn, and from the world now let me turn, living for Thee and Thee alone, bringing Thee pleasure on Thy throne. Only one life will soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, Yes, only one. Now let me say, I will be done. And when last I hear the call, I know I'll say, Twas worth it all. Only one life will soon be past. Only what's done for Christ will last. And when I'm dying, how happy I'll be if the lamp of my life has been burned out." On eternity today or on, on what we can get from this world, how much money we can make, you know, these things that are temporary. They're on Jesus and what he wants for our life. So as we as we leave and as we close after after worship, I I, want, I would challenge you guys, I want to leave you guys with tonight to, to get with your small group leader in the room. Get with, maybe if your small group leader is not here, get with another small group leader that you trust get with a staff member, get with somebody. Um, It doesn't have to be here, but maybe when you go out and eat after, just have intentional time within the next 24 hours with them and and ask them, hey, is there there anything in my life that I'm valuing over Jesus? Is there anything in my life that that God would have me to to set aside? Because when our hearts are uneasy, the heart of our brother or our sister is really, they can see it, it's sure, you know. Um, So as we leave, I the life that you've made available to us. For a life of joy and purpose and, and away from the power of sin. Lord, you, you've, you've shown us what we should value, who we should live for Jesus. Thank you God that we can have eternal life in knowing you. God would you just, you just speak to these men and women God. Bring conviction to their hearts. Lord, show them if there's anything big or small that they need to lay at your feet. If their heart is hard against you Jesus Lord, Holy Spirit would you, would, you, would you just do that and minister to them and convict them and help them turn from their lives and give their life to you Jesus Is that that's what they were made for Father we thank you for this night we thank you for this place we can worship and lift your name up God help our lives to be like C.T. Studd fully, fully committed to, to obeying you no matter what anybody else said listening to the scriptures, listening to your spirit, Lord, what you would have us do with our life instead of what we would have to do, what you would have us to do.